welcome crystal to you know it's been a while <laughs> let me just start by saying that it has been a while it's like time is flying it's going like look we're at the end of the month so it's it's pretty it's pretty deep so i'm, I'm really excited for where people are going and if you can keep up with the time i'm sure you can definitely beat time yeah so you've got something coming up pretty pretty exciting right <laughs> yes i do <laughs> definitely congratulations thank you thank you so much um i'm excited it's it's different you know because i feel like even now it's a completely different mindset where now i have to think for three people <laughs> you know so it's it's different and i'm excited because i do love challenges i love you know building milestones i love you know being tenacious at getting where i need to be like me going to gym has been one of my biggest you know things you know and i love pinterest because that's where i get a lot of this you know gems <laughs> for people who do this stuff with wellness what you eat you know how you keep your body so it's just been helping me even get a clearer mind and now fast forward to now i'm like okay this thing actually helps with your growth <laughs> as you're as you're building so sometimes you don't want to put the stress all on yourself so you want to make sure that you can wusa <laughs> you know that's funny but yeah you're right and it you'll you'll totally grow into it you'll put it on it'll fit and it's gonna be awesome thank you thank you i appreciate that today we're gonna be here talking about wix versus shopify and how do you use it as a product as a service as a business how do you you know create content and a major shout out to Marciano because he was talking about social commerce versus e-commerce a few hours ago in his club, the exclusive networking club. And you're like, okay, now you have to do this to do that. Some people have courses, some people have books, some people have recipes, some people have PDFs, some people don't even have, you know, a channel. So how do you break that monotony when you really want to look for a way to build your business and build your productivity so with that you know i would love you know for you crystal to just let us know more about which one you are i already know which one it is but i want us to go deeper into it and see how it's changed your business from that perspective of e-commerce and social commerce and just building a commercial value for your business as you grow Okay, yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, as you're listening, if you have any friends who are, you know, have mutual interest in Wix versus Shopify, I know we're going to be talking about a lot of helpful things today. So please uh, ping them in. Um, and just real quick, um, my name is Crystal Waddell. I am a Pinterest strategist and, you know, kind of shifting into more of a consultant uh, for e-commerce businesses, primarily e-commerce businesses that use Shopify. And Shopify and Pinterest have an amazing connection. They have an amazing partnership that's only growing globally. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm so team Shopify, <laughs> because I'm team Pinterest and Pinterest has really powered my business over the last seven years. So, um, you know, it's really exciting for me to see all of these integrations that are happening 
uh, between uh, Pinterest and Shopify because it's just it's just exciting. It's exciting to see what's going to happen in the future, and I encourage everybody to jump on board now because uh, it's it's free first of all uh, right now. And why not take advantage of a global partner that is just going to push your products out into the world? So um, I'm definitely Team Shopify, and uh, I would I'm looking forward to this conversation, Favor, because I I have a, a whole list of things of why I feel like Shopify wins. But I definitely want to hear like what Wix has to offer in terms of you know being competitive in those areas. So I'm looking forward to this. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. It's gonna be interesting to see because some things when you think about on the platforms you're using, you want to know how can you use Shopify, how can you use Wix, how can you use Etsy, how can you use uh, what are they Squarespace? You know how do you use Big Commerce, WooCommerce? Like it starts to get really complicated, and you don't want to deal with all those technical stuff you just want to make a product make a brand build out expand and really show how you can delegate and build something that's cohesive and sustainable for you so for me i'm team wix because i've literally understood wix to the point where if i see a place whereby you have a site map you have your console connected you have your that's your google search console connected because if you don't have that connected you don't really know what's happening on your website so when i look at it from wix now wix allows you to do that before you even launch your website so because you've been able to build that index by the time you move to another platform you're moving your intellectual property <laughs> just like when you move houses you move your furniture so you kind of move the same things because you're going to be building the same type of links and those links are going to build a lot of repetition which is where you're going to get those redirects you're going to get those permalinks you're going to get things that are going to allow google to know that oh you moved from wordpress to wix okay you move from Wix to Shopify. Okay, right now we're moving a client from WordPress to Shopify because Shopify is better for her business, for what she's doing. So it's different for different people. And I never knew that I would ever be on a Shopify dashboard. <laughs> so when I got in there, I was like, oh, so this is what it looks like. Because Wix, is there are so many different tabs. People don't even use all the features. So for me, I've really gone deep into the technical bit that has allowed me to understand how it works. So that when I get on Shopify, I'm like, oh, that's what they did. Okay, this is what it means. So it helps me to get my process faster. And, and that proof of concept actually happened prior to me joining the other platforms because if i go to squarespace it's great but i don't see that same impact like i would with wix but when it comes to shopify because you can have clavio you can have you know all these amazing products you know even pinterest pinterest is actually you know you can connect your shopify to through pinterest you, don't, you can't connect your wix to pinterest so those are things that you know you can't have them all so you just have to really figure out what can you work with and what's more important for your business at the end of the day and what's giving you the most ROI for your buck. So you want to be able to know those things and I want us to dive deeper into it. So the first thing I'll ask you is with Shopify, and then you can ask me something about Wix. With Shopify, how do you make sure that you can connect your products, your catalogs, 
and then you now get approved because some people get like check marks like i i have a client you know running their pinterest business account and we can see that she has a check mark because she has a store on shopify that is certified so she's already following the community guidelines and she's automatically given that blue badge so some people think you have to like post 10 times a day to get it so no one really knows how you can get the blue check mark or the red check mark as a creator so let's touch on that and see how shopify plays a role in that kind of social proof Okay, well, the, the first place to start with this is when you create a Shopify, when you create a Shopify account, you are going to upload your products. Like there's an option to create products, um, upload the details, all that type of stuff. Then the next step that you can do is, you know, put those products into groups and Shopify calls those uh, collections. And so um, when you... When you build your Shopify store and you have your products made, have your collections made, um, it's very easy to go over to Pinterest and connect your catalog. One of the reasons why I originally sh uh, shifted from my original GoDaddy e-commerce store, which is just like a, you know, out of the box setup e-commerce option from GoDaddy, the reason why I switched is because they didn't have a catalog function that integrated with Pinterest. So, you know, I knew that Pinterest was so powerful for my business. I mean, I get 95% of my social media leads from Pinterest. And so um, even without ads, I average, you know, at least 300 visitors a week from Pinterest, you know. So for my small business, that really matters. Um, so anyway, when I realized that Shopify had the option and the integration with Pinterest, I knew I had to make the switch. Now, in terms of the blue check mark on Pinterest, what that is referring to and um, what that is all about is the verified merchant program. So Pinterest has, um, you know, an option for people, I believe, to connect their catalogs without being verified merchants. That's not my expertise. I don't know a whole lot about that, but I do know a lot about the verified merchant program and when you have Shopify, it's pretty easy to get verified as a merchant. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, it's not like you just show up, you just have a Shopify and automatically you're a verified merchant on Pinterest. That's not how it works. There's a little bit of legwork that you have to do. Um, but the pieces, the technical pieces are already in place because Pinterest and Shopify have such a strong integration. So what you have to do as a seller, as an e-commerce store owner, is to make sure that you are abiding by a few rules. Now for drop shippers, this is where it can get a little dicey because I believe you're not allowed to use like stock images. So if you're drop shipping, the best way to get around this or you know to handle this and this is what i'd recommend for most drop shippers anyway is to you know get a sample of the product that you're selling and take your own product photos and that way you don't have to worry about the um the issue with stock photography because i believe that's a no-no <laughs> on pinterest uh, shopping so there's that issue um but if you if you do have your own photos and everything then you're ready to move on to making sure that you have a terms of service page 
which is something that I wasn't familiar with before I moved to Shopify. I think a lot of people just moved to e-commerce. Um, you know, I'm just going to open a store. I'm just going to sell some stuff and not realizing that there are certain uh, legal things that you should have in place um, to protect yourself and uh, your business. So terms of service is one of those legal uh pieces of writing that you need to have on your website the great thing about shopify they have templates for this so all you have to do is go in read through it change the wording you know make it make sense for your business and you're done the other thing you have to have for verified merchant status is um, a visible shipping policy so you know however you know your your products ship or how long it takes to ship that needs to be um, visible on your homepage. And I just simply put it in my footer menu. And then um, I think another one, we got terms of service, we got shipping uh, refund policy. So you also have to have a visible refund policy. Um, uh, primarily, I make all of the things that I sell. I'm a manufacturer. So I have a no refund policy, but you still need to state that on your website. So those are just a handful of the things that you have to have in order to be uh, approved as the verified merchant. And when you apply for it on Pinterest, you may get denied initially. And if you do, it's usually for one of those reasons that you're missing in terms of service, you're missing a shipping policy, you're missing a privacy policy, you're missing a refund policy, that type of thing. Um, but once you have all of those things situated, the technical side of things is taken care of between Shopify and Pinterest, you know, their actual platforms. That's spot on. I love what you said about, you know, creating that unique value because as you are building interest you're also sparking inspiration and you want to sell unique things like whenever i see your ad crystal or whenever i see your feed or your story i know your idea sorry your idea pin you can i can identify with that because it's so symbolic it's so it stands out like i can scroll through my feed and know exactly what that is that's how people identify with what they like on pinterest when they actually keep seeing the same thing over and over again but now when you talked about the stock image i was like that is true because there's google lens and there's pinterest lens so with pinterest lens if you have a stock image and you scan that image you're going to find a thousand more images that look just like yours with a different print so that is why pinterest will not advance your store just because you don't have that unique bringing you don't have that unique value you don't have that unique photo you know you taking the same photo someone else has used across the site like it's not genuine so people want to see that lifestyle because when you do idea pins when you run pins when you take people to your shop you want people to actually see you on those idea pins wearing those things that are in the product catalog which tells the people that hey this is real it's not it's not a picture it's because you can see something that looks good on a phone and then you get the package and like that was not the same thing i ordered so you want to be able to see people in those things that you're producing or you're selling so when you tag those products in those idea pins or if you have a sketch or if you have a recipe you know that can be shown and you can easily tag that you know and from that point you start noticing that people love your red dress and they just pay for it people love your props because 
they actually need it for something so people are always going to be looking for things and you never know what they're looking for so if you keep presenting yourself you never know when that time will come now we're in q4 you know so when you start thinking about going into this q4 how is your business going to translate how effective can you show up so that you can be able to create that value when you start actually adding that content so i love what you said about the refund policy the privacy policy the terms of service because some websites even generally without an e-commerce they don't have this stuff and it's it's worrying so you know i don't know if you've if you've thought about this or if this is something that happened that you were like oh okay this is what it's needed so this is what i need to do well i think you know i noticed down there that sean is um a handmade seller and anthony is you know hobbyist looking to turn his passion into a business um but a lot of times people like us who start on a website like etsy you know there's some major advantages to doing that because Etsy already has these things in place, you know, and then when you do your initial store setup, which, you know, I don't even remember when I did that, it was, you know, 2013. <laughs> um, but when you do the initial store setup, they have some templates that you can, uh, you know, uh, personalize for your business or whatever, but they're already kind of in place. And so you don't really think about it. It's when you start, a business and you're you know on your own that all of a sudden you're exposed to these things because you don't have a platform taking care of it for you you know like if you're selling on facebook or instagram you know when you set up your shop which we should talk about as well um you just click a button and you know essentially it's like i agree to terms and services then people who are using instagram and facebook they click their box and um uh, net they agree to terms and services. It's not like all on the seller, you know, it's not all on that e-commerce store owner. So a lot of times, you know, we're just not even aware that we need to create these things. And I know that was the position I was in when I switched from my GoDaddy website to Shopify. I mean, my eyes were just, you know, wide open a couple years ago because I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. And some of it can feel kind of overwhelming. Um, but once you get those pieces in place, you know, it's it's smooth sailing in terms of your connectivity with other platforms. So, you know, if anybody has any questions as we're talking about this, please feel free to raise your hand. I know that when I, um, you know, was trying to set up those, those different pages for Shopify, um, it definitely got a little tricky. So I'd definitely be happy to, to help as I can. So... Um, but can I tell you a favor, you know, my number one reason why I feel like Shopify owns Wix on this. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> okay. And so, and I may be wrong because you're the Wix expert, I'm not. But what I do know about Shopify is that it's built for e-commerce, right? That's what it does. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, there's uh, different businesses out there that, you know, there's one thing that they do, you know, um, I want to say Geico, but, you know, they do all sorts of insurance, but you know them for insurance, you know, um, they Shopify is built for e-commerce. It's built to help people sell and it's built to help people sell all over the world. That's their only focus. So, um, you know, they've got they've got different industries. They've got um, different specialists. They've got different um, 
coders and you know tech people but everything they do is directed at one goal and that's to help people sell something online and so from what i understand about wix and squarespace and all those other websites you know even like the godaddy website builders <laughs> um you know is they are they're created for other purposes but not specifically e-commerce and that's where i feel like shopify separates itself from everybody else because shopify is built for e-commerce and that's their focus and that's what they get better at every single day which makes it better for us as e-commerce sellers i love the fact that you mentioned that shopify is built for e-commerce because it's built for the purpose of creating value because Shopify, even I love the way they call themselves Shopify. It's it's just direct. Even their logo is a bag. So it's very direct. It's very branded on brand, like on demand. So they've made it very easy for people to build and create value without having to think about all the coding of a website, which used to be the headache for a lot of people. And it was also expensive at the same time. So now with websites being built, I also realized that a lot of websites are built and then a lot of website developers forget that there's SEO involved. And chances are the ones that are building those websites don't have any clue about SEO because they're so technical with their, you know, creativity. They're technical with the workflow, with the coding. So they don't have that SEO mindset unless it's a different department or it's a partner but it doesn't really fit. So when I think about what you just said, I now look at Wix and I'm like, you know why Wix would probably beat Shopify hands down is because I love the fact that with Wix, you can build stories and those stories can be placed in articles. And Wix just released this new feature where if you have an article, like we have like one of our clients, does amazingly well with natural hair products and now she's selling in walmart and amazon you know from last year we were barely you know just scratching the surface so a year now and she's she's doing well we're about to expand internationally so it's been a great journey to see businesses grow from just a vision just an idea and she uses wix so she's it's crazy how i look at these two platforms that are so good at what they do because you just need to know how you work it and with wix you can have this feature now whereby if you have a product in your store you can place your product listing as a banner so you don't even have to upload an image or write the alt text it literally tags the product from your catalog into your blog and then when you publish it let's say you're talking about the features of why this hair this hair oil is good for you as soon as you're reading you're looking at display advertisements that direct you right back to the store where you can now place that order and now if i take that blog and go to pinterest i'm now telling you about hair growth ideas or, or things that you can be able to do i'm not telling you to go buy it that's the difference. I'm not telling you to go and pay for that hair oil that is at the bottom of the, the email or the bottom of the, the blog. I'm telling you, go read about what you need to know about what you're searching for. So when you find that product as a solution, you now decide because you made an informed decision about what you're purchasing. What is your expense? What is the value? What is the cost analysis? When you start thinking that way, you start creating products and then you start teaching people. You start nurturing them. And then with Wix, 
when you now connect it to Google Search Console, because that's actually a step before you publish your site. And if you don't do that, you, that's a bad practice because anyone, and this is for everyone in the room too, if you ever launch a website and you said your website is live and you forgot, or maybe you didn't know that you should have connected your site and indexed it through Google Search Console, chances are you'd have missed a huge chunk of, re of relevance because when your website is clicked publish, what happens to the servers is that it starts crawling your website. So whatever you have on your website, your images, your videos, your YouTube links, your social networks, your name, your keywords, your heading tags, all those things we keep talking about with SEO all start from that day you click publish. And then when you publish it, it now sends a signal to let people know that this is a website talks on, talking about this. So now I'm gonna write articles, I'm gonna do YouTube videos, I'm literally feeding the internet with information that I'm doing correctly. And then when you send it to Pinterest, it's crazy. I look at my Pinterest now and people spend two minutes, 30 seconds on average on my Instagram story, but they spend 18 minutes on my Pinterest. So I'm like, what are you guys doing <laughs> on the platforms that keeping you so long? On average, 14 minutes is the time someone spends on Pinterest. That's, a, that's something you can Google. 14 minutes is the average time. So if I see 18 minutes in my Google search console, it tells me that there's something they're looking for that they're finding. And I need to keep feeding that so that I can be able to make sure that they are fully understood, fully have a full proof of concept so they can be able to build it. Before it was my digital marketing board that was doing well. Now the music board is doing well. So like both of them and the podcast, it's amazing to see the connection. So as a product and service, I think both platforms are great, but I wanted to touch on services for Shopify because what I've just mentioned can tackle both products and services for that platform. So how does it work with Shopify if you have a service and it's not a product? Well, that's an interesting question. And that's something that I'm actually exploring with my pinmyshop.com, which is where I provide Pinterest services. And, you know, originally I had used uh, Kajabi because I built a course last year. And so Kajabi is a course platform. And then, you know, because I wasn't like fully using all of the functionality that I was paying for, I thought, well, I'll switch to Kartra because then I can save, you know, 50 bucks a month or whatever. Now, Kartra was a lot more tech heavy and, you know, I learned a lot through Kartra, but I also was beating my head against the wall a lot more with Kartra. So um, I wasn't sad when I started thinking about, you know, another alternative and thought, wow, I wonder if I could set this up on Shopify. And the thing is, you can. Um, and what I realized is, you know, instead of paying $189 a month or whatever, $199 a month for Kajabi or $99 a month for Kartra, I could open a Shopify store for $29 a month and list my courses um, and list my other products on Shopify and still have the same results because uh, there are there are apps that you can install and some of them are free some of them are paid but i found a free app where i could deliver digital files so you know if someone bought my workshop like say my content planning workshop you know once they are once they purchase that workshop then they are automatically sent an email with the link to log into that 
workshop or the files for that workshop uh, more specifically. So, you know, it's not as, you know, I guess it's not as beautiful an interface as say you would have with Kajabi or you'd have with Kartra, but it still delivers. And at the end of the day, that's what people want. They want their, they want what you said you're going to give them. And they want it in an, you know, easy to navigate format. And most people are comfortable with um, like Google tools. And so to send somebody, you know, a Google folder and say, here's module one, module two, module three, you know, it's not fancy, but it gets the job done and for a lot less money. So those are just some things I'm kind of playing with right now. But for sure, Shopify can uh, deliver on the service side of things as well. I love the fact that there is this similarity between the two because with products and services, you can be able to build a funnel that allows people to access your products, access your services, access your blogs. Because when we think about articles, we kind of underrate them. And I've started not to, just like the way we underrate emails, because we think that no one's clicking or opening or seeing anything. It's it's like, oh okay, I'll just post here and see what happens. And then you realize that if you were building an email list from the start, you'd have been nurturing your building, your audience as you build your your model. That's why when you think about it, it's so genius the way I'm seeing people do things now. If you're looking, if you're looking at it from a business standpoint, like for example, like what you said, Crystal, when you're creating relevance and you're building that awareness because Pinterest is all about that attraction marketing. You want to start building that information, understanding, oh, this is how it works. This is how it goes. This is where I'm supposed to be. And when you now use Wix or Shopify and you amplify that voice with content and the content you're using is always going to go back to your previous site or your next site or where that site is located on your web page, then you can start to really give people a reason to come back because when you have a visitor to your website, just like when you have a visitor to your house, they don't go to all the rooms in your house as a visitor. They go to one place or two. So if you start thinking about it from your business perspective, when someone comes to your business or comes to your website, they don't know all the links on your website. You have to take them there. So you want to be able to build that, nurture that, give them an experience that they can actually come back without you telling them because they now know where to go just like you know where to go to the grocery store when you look for something specific so it gets to that point where now you're not thinking about posting and ghosting and 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 creating content which is not going to value but you can actually do that as well and in the back end work because there's a difference between posting and ghosting and then posting, ghosting to do something else that when you come back, the impact is even more because you're creating value and you're leaving something for people to save. You're leaving something for people to share. You know, when I think about Instagram and Pinterest, it's so amazing that they both have the same save feature, but they work differently because with Instagram, you save internally and you can build a guide from that externally, right? But with Pinterest, you can build and save it publicly and still end up having a private board or having something that you can take back. But the save is visible to the public. But on Pinterest, on Instagram, the save is not publicly available unless it's as a guide. 
So it's amazing how you can see how you can build that productivity and actually exchange that value over time. So I love that you mentioned that, Crystal. I wanted to touch on this topic well, as well before you go before ahead. Before we move forward, can I just respond to a couple things you said right there? Yeah. Okay, so um, one thing I was thinking about was, like you were saying, you know, people saving things on Pinterest. And Pinterest is a platform for inspiration. So, you know, Pinterest, I think, really helped me understand, you know, business and the, and the, the customer journey and all of those things so much better. You know, because, again, when you come from a platform like Etsy or eBay or, you know, whatever, you know, where people are already going to shop, you know, they're already in that decision stage where they kind of know what they want. They just haven't completely decided which version of what thing they're going to buy. But when you are marketing for your business, especially on Pinterest, um, people go there to be inspired that's the first thing that they're doing they're just they're looking for inspiration and ideas and then if they save your item you know maybe they'll come back and look at it later or whatever or maybe they'll click through and then kind of inform themselves about what your product is all about and then they decide now the great the great thing about the feature between Pinterest and Shopify when you connect your store is that you kind of skip some of those steps that typically happen on Pinterest. And so instead of it just being, oh, let me show you something that's going to inspire you, when you have your product and your catalog connected to Pinterest, people can just click on through and go ahead and make that purchase, which is you know, kind of rare in a customer journey. You know, if they just find out about you, that's not usually something they do is like jump into a relationship with you and purchase right away. But it's possible now on Pinterest because they're connecting those things. So, you know, I just also wanted to encourage people when you are using Pinterest for your business, you know, there's an option to put a like a website page where you want the pin to lead. I want to encourage you to, you know, if that pin is directly related to, um, let's say, uh, Steve's a digital music marketing consultant, okay? So let's say that he has, you know, um, a free consult call or something like that, and he makes a pin about it. You want to make sure that that pin leads directly to the landing page of where somebody can book that consult call that you're talking about in the pin. Because one of the mistakes I made early on uh, was just directing my pins to my main domain. So, you know, instead of sending people to a particular wooden letter or wooden number, I would send them to collagenwood.com. And if people are sent to a domain or like a web page that doesn't match up with what they clicked on, they're going to bounce. It's something called a bounce rate. So you're more likely to have a, a longer engagement with that that potential customer if whatever's in the pin leads to a page that matches what was on that original pin. So I just wanted to make that that connection because obviously if you have a product pin, that product pin is going to lead directly to the product page. But if you don't have that yet on your Pinterest account, just make sure you're making Pinterest work as hard as it can for you 
by matching up uh, that pin to the landing page it leads to. So that's just what I wanted to add to that favor. Yeah, that was a great point. Thank you so much for highlighting that because it's that continuity that actually helps people on Pinterest to discover you. Because think about it, like you said, you click on a profile, actually you click on an image, right? A pin. And this pin is really like trying to tell you something. And then you click on it. And then once you click on it, the thing that you see right next to that is the same image, probably as a hero image that gives you some type of trust that kind of gives you some type of aha okay cool right so that way of even with ads when you run an ad you want to see that same picture on that website when you run the ad you don't want to run a website ad or a campaign with one picture and then they show up on your landing page with a different theme it's weird (laughs) yeah it's it's like it tells people hey it reassures them you're in the right place you know rather than where am I? I must be in the wrong place. You know, so even if they don't assume the worst about your business, they still assume that they're in the wrong place. And so you want to reassure people and take them exactly where you want them to go and where they intended to go. Exactly. Because I look at Pinterest as a lens, literally. I look at it as if I click on this picture, it's a tunnel vision that's going to lead me somewhere that I need to know something more of. So I don't really have the full concept yet because this is just a trial. This is just a test. This is just uh, a featured snippet, you know? So when we think about featured snippets on Google, all this YouTube videos and all this stuff, Pinterest is a featured snippet the whole timeline, (laughs) literally. So whatever you click on is gonna lead you somewhere that's specific to that snippet that you just saw. So I love the fact that you mentioned about keeping that consistency and actually being relevant to the conversation because you don't get to understand that even when you launch a pin, even the the first five to 10 words are in bold and that is going to take a completely different turn. When somebody reads that pin, then they read the description, then they click on it because they've not read the description of that pin yet. They've only seen the picture and they've only seen the title. So when they click on the image and the description doesn't match, that is already bouncing them out of where you could have led them to if you were not, if you were as specific as you should have been. So now it's, it's making me understand that when you think about every picture that you post or every image that you post or every video that you post or carousel, I would treat that as a digital asset because you paid for that post in a way you paid for it with your time you paid for it with some money some resource uh, something happened to get you there so you want to be able to get that return on that investment when you post it to the right person that's going to see it well enough to take that information so i'm just excited to hear what we're talking about today when it comes to this you know connections and i know crystal you have something for me so i'm gonna let you have it so that you can get back to we can get to shopify and wix as well Okay, so my next uh, my next point for you know supporting Shopify over Wix has to do with what Shopify calls themes. So I'm not sure what Wix calls it, but it's just like you know kind of the setup of the website. So what I'm curious about is you know it's important for websites to load quickly, especially on mobile. So how do how do you know that Wix does that for e-commerce stores? That's my question. Oh, okay. Great question. So 
as soon as you start a Wix account, and I've tried it just with default just to see what happens. When you start a Wix account, it's gonna ask you, just like when you start a Google account, it asks you, is it for you or is it for a business you manage? So on Wix, it asks you, what are you using this website for? Is it photography? Is it music? Is it technology? Is it health? Where are you? And then when they now allow you to process that, the next thing is that they ask you, do you want to edit this website by yourself from scratch? Or do you want to use something called an ADI? And that allows you to have a, like you literally upload your logo. It's, it's so AI specific. It's crazy. Like you upload your logo, then it creates a palette for you because it takes the hex codes. It takes the actual code colors from your logo. And then it now processes it. Like if you have a slogan or, or mantra or something that's going to go with that, it's going to pick that information and run with it so that you can get related keywords that are gonna help you kick off your procedure. Because when you start a website from scratch, you literally have a blank canvas. So you can either decide to do it that way or say, okay, this is for e-commerce, this is personal, this is business, this is consultation. Then it gets deeper with the question. So even before you get to the editing page of your website, because they're gonna have to first scan it and see what you have planned, it's gonna ask you to give you your keywords, what are those things you're looking for, you put your name, you put your business, and then it now gives you the layouts and the templates. So those templates are different and you can structure them differently. Now, here's the thing, it's like a little caveat. As soon as you publish it and then you say, okay, I'm done with the ADI editor and I wanna go to the Wix editor. When you, when you make that switch, you can go back because there's some things, there's some restrictions that you have on the ADI that doesn't allow you to be as flexible with your template as possible because they're already giving you like foolproof concept templates. So if you want to do that, you can go ahead and do it that way, handle 80% of it and then edit it and then do the 20% and tweak the things that you don't really see that fit. Then before you even publish it, you have to connect your products, you know, you create your page, it has a whole store section and then all the catalog and the products that you have even the seo is done in the catalog it's not even done on the website compared to shopify where you have to actually edit the seo from the front end or if you have a product you can actually edit it from the title or the description which sets it off but i think when you start connecting it to your site you have to do a lot more of linking so that people can find where your catalog is but on on i was about to say on pinterest on wix you can now have that as a separate page and that's your shopping page. So those are things that I see and I love Shopify because they're very direct. It doesn't give you stress, but with Wix, if you really know what you're looking for, you can really be able to customize something that does not even look like a Wix website. So does Wix give you an option to create a website for mobile and desktop? It gives you, yeah, it gives you the option for mobile and desktop. So the only thing about the mobile version, and I don't know about the Shopify version for mobile, but on Wix, you can add your elements. You can be able to create some nice blocks. They're text blocks. You can be able to add, let's say you want to have your contact page on the bottom of the sidebar. If you want to use the chat feature, which is already installed. I know with Shopify, you have to upload, you have to get TDO. You have to do some plugins to make sure that you have that feature. So when I look at the differences, especially when you think about cost and how effective it is, it really plays a role in how effective you want to actually optimize or automate your website. 
you know some people don't even have rewards they don't have you know the those things that actually show up it's called nudgeify and i've been using it for a while now and it allows you to be able to show oh this person purchased this 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 is how many reviews we got this month this person just checked our website so i want to be able to know how can shopify do that because when you think about the editing between mobile and desktop it's actually it's much more flexible to do it with the desktop version as opposed to the mobile version because you're actually restricted by the like the mock-up so you can do so much you can only do so much in there but the much you have if your website is solid I don't think you would have a problem with your mobile version because really that's the first landing page that they get to so I don't know if that helps and because I want to know how Shopify works yeah, so one of the reasons why I was asking that is um, when I first joined Shopify, you know, they have a lot of free themes, you know, so there's tons of free themes that you can use. A lot of people tend to gravitate toward debut, and I don't know if that's just because it's one of the first ones that shows up, um, but they recently, well, every year Shopify has this big uh, conference, you know, where they release new features and new products and stuff like that. It's called, uh, I believe, Shopify Unite. I think that's the name of it. Um, but anyway, in uh, Unite 2021, they were speaking about this new theme they have called Dawn. And again, the theme is just like the setup of the store, kind of like where the pictures go and, um, you know, just how the site connects from the homepage to the products and that type of stuff. And you can choose a theme to make it match your brand. And so I was super excited to hear about Dawn because I was one of the debut users. And so, um, you know, when I looked at this, the page speed, because Shopify gives you like a page speed score um, that's not, not necessarily uh, the most accurate, but it does uh, lean towards the worst, you know? So it's almost like if Shopify is giving you the worst number, then as long as you're better than that, you know, you, you know it's good. So, um, so anyway, my score, my speed score when I had debut was like 29. And so I was like, you know, and th to give you comparison, it said that my store was slower. I did a couple of things to remedy that. Number one was I um, re-uploaded my images, especially on my homepage, because I didn't realize my images were huge. So I shrunk those images down. My speed um, gained a little bit and I got into the 30s. Well, I installed, as soon as I could get a hold of it, I installed the new theme called Dawn um, from Shopify. And in addition to my page speed now being over 50, um, even a lot of the SEO or um, errors that I was getting, you know, like say from a, um, from a website that told me, you know, what the errors are on my website, I would say 25 to 30% of those errors fell off overnight just from the upgrade to a new theme. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is Shopify does a wonderful job of releasing new features that actually make a difference because one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest indicators of people wanting to hang around on your site is how fast it loads. And so now my, my site is loading super fast. Um, and that's, you know, that's really important, especially on mobile, because like I said, I've used Pinterest for years and Pinterest is a major driver of 
my traffic and I look in the analytics on Pinterest and guess what? I think it's 80% of the people who visit my site or who are looking on Pinterest and then come to my site are using iPhone. So it's really important that my site is uh, not only loading fast, but mobile friendly. And when you create in Shopify, you you create dynamically. Like at the same time, you're, you're creating your site for desktop and mobile. So you can switch the view to mobile, which is how I build my website. I switch it to, to mobile so I can see how it's going to look on a phone. And even though there's been times where I didn't like the way it looked as much on desktop, I liked the way it looked on the phone. And that was the most important thing because 80% of the people who come to my site come on their phone. So those are just a couple of things I wanted to touch on um, with Shopify. And then uh, one more that you mentioned, the chat. Shopify has a chat um a chat app that goes along with it and it's free and it's called Shopify Inbox. And one thing I really love about it is it it's on my phone, it's separate from the actual Shopify app, but I can actually send invoices um, or I, do, I was able to at one time. Yeah, I can send discounts to customers like so if they are wanting to chat with me through the website, it automatically comes to this chat app and I can send them products where they can go ahead and purchase or I can send them um, whatever it is they have a question about, I can answer it right there through that chat feature. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that Shopify does have a chat function on their website that's free and that also can come to your phone. Oh yeah, I just checked that as you were speaking about it and yeah, it looks good. It looks really good. So. If it comes to your phone, that's great because you want to be able to have that cohesive experience and also build something that is convenient for you. Because when you start having this chat feature here, you have to go to Messenger to answer it. It comes on your phone. The phone is ringing three times. Like you don't know what's going on and you want to make it simple for you to also have that experience for the customer to feel good. And when you mentioned about the uploads, that is so important because People pay for convenience. They pay for an experience. They pay for something that they can value so that they can come back and appreciate that. So when you are having a website that is slow, that is buggy, that is not right, that all tags, everything is just wrong, and you wonder why you're not getting those clicks, it's because those fundamental things in your house are not set into order. And if you don't have those things, you'll never know that there's something leaking. And you want to be able to know it fast enough so that you can be able to keep your house under maintenance to make sure that you don't have any excessive damages like bounce rates because it's really hard to do that. So it's it's very, very different. So I just love what you mentioned about the chat feature. Thank you for letting us know about that. And before we even get into it, because I know, Crystal, I want you to touch on something as well. If you're just joining us, you know, if you're just coming to this room real quick, we don't do as much. Uh, we've not done a PTR today because we've been so deep into the topic, but I know some people have been coming in. I appreciate you, Patrice, Cherry, Mpo, Steve, Marciano. It's good to see you guys. You know, Jules, Mr., Sean, Anthony, Tim, Hope, Marcita, Stephanie, Jessica, Nicola, Chuck, and Olisa. It's good to see you all. I really appreciate you because I know that we have to show you guys that we we actually see you. You know, sometimes we're on Clubhouse and you don't know if someone's watching, if their phone is far away. You don't know what people are doing right now. So 
I want to just appreciate you all for being here and just feel free to raise your hand if you have any questions. We've been here for almost about an hour and we're going to spend the next 30 minutes or so to just dive deeper into what we are doing now for our businesses when it comes to products and services. And then we'll tell you what we have offered for you guys because we have some things that you guys want to take care of. And as if you're joining this club for the first time, please make sure you follow this club before you leave or invite people you can also invite people there's join club and invite people so invite people to the club we just hit 2000 members yesterday so i'm just happy to see the growth since march 6th it's been a great success milestones have been built and next month i'm not even going to be on clubhouse as much so you're going to start seeing some differences so if you're not part of the our mailing list if you're not part of our what we've been doing since March, please make sure that you click the link in my bio and make sure that you leave your information in the first or the second one. Because if you look at the first one, that's this club's exclusive mailing list. If you click on the second one, which is a SEO masterclass, that's a wait list, which is going to be unlocked on Friday because I have been building something as an SEO treatment for you guys to be able to have knowing that I'm not going to be here for most of October and I want to communicate that through email because I've been getting a lot of questions about SEO since I started this club and I put it all together to make sure you guys have something that's one-on-one that's ready to go and you guys can be able to take your time and benefit from this all through the month so that before the end of the year you can talk about Pinterest or SEO or anything that's related to your business whether Wix or Shopify and that's why we're being very specific with this topic because Crystal here, you know, she's a leader. We met, you know, on Clubhouse some months back and we connected right off the bat through Pinterest and then it's, it's morphed into something else. So now we're seeing growth and we want to share that growth with you guys and we want to experience that with you. So feel free to, you know, let us know. And Crystal, I would love to find out from people since we're doing Wix and Shopify, who is using what? And if they're not, we can talk about it. I don't know if that's something we can do. Yeah, I mean... Um if if you're able to, if you could raise your hand, if you're using Wix right now, we could do, you know, kind of an informal poll here. So it looks like so far we've got two, three. Anybody else using Wix? Okay. All right, cool. So if you guys would put your hands down, um, Let's see if you are using Shopify. Can you raise your hand? Looks like we've got two. Anybody else? Team Shopify? Anybody else here with the Shopify store? Ooh, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, what about this? Okay, go ahead, put your hands down. Um, is there anyone in the room who's trying to decide? which platform to use for e-commerce. Raise your hand if you're looking for a platform for e-commerce and you're here just trying to discover some things. Okay. Oh, I think that's the majority. Whoa, (laughs) that is huge. That is really huge because that tells me that there are other people who want to be part of it, but they don't know where to start because they're not sure what's going to give them the best value and the the best return. Right. I'd love to invite you guys who are looking for an e-commerce solution to come up and and ask us your questions. Like, let us know what kind of e-commerce store you want to open. And then maybe we can help you work through 
um, which one might be a good fit for you. So I definitely think um, that could be great. So yeah, please raise your hand. Now, Favor, I do have, I have another reason though why I think Shopify may be wits and I don't know for sure but this is this is my next my next reason 24-hour customer support does Wix have 24-hour customer support and welcome to the stage yes thank you well welcome Poe thank you so much for joining it's good to see you again hope you're doing well doing well thank you uh crystal i'm just coming up here to say uh, i'm currently using ecwit which is very very limiting from all the lessons that i have taken from favor because i am yeah i'm just going on this just working really hard to build my seo myself so i have started building my site on uh, on wix so uh, i am not undecided yet i am sold that it is wix that i want <laughs> and after hearing you guys talk right now i'm like yeah <laughs> i'm continuing with, with wix so my uh, my needs are as follows um i sell period boxes but i'm also a period educator so i create content interactive content um, um i give experiences just my focus is on educating girls as soon as they start their menstruation but also parents in terms of how they can handle you know the transition because there's still a lot of stigma based in south africa there's still just a lot of uh, incorrect information that's happening so uh to ensure sustainability for my business and obviously to make money for myself i sell period boxes so my website i am loading all the boxes that i sell there big and small and all the other items i am also going to be creating content around blogs and just what's available um on the site so easy um what is weeks has proven to be just best for me in terms of the look and how easy it is to do that and another thing is that i'll also be offering coaching uh, sessions for parents be it dads or moms or boyfriends or whoever that want to understand the menstruation process better and how they can um, uh, how they can support their menstruators so i've been doing that and weeks and um, yeah Wix has proven that it can just do that whole process for me better i'll also be offering workshops to schools uh online uh, group coaching group workshops and yeah in my research i found that uh in my little research i found that Wix does that didn't look at shopify to be honest but i was just very happy with what i found on Wix compared to google sites so i then went for hoping to launch in early December or early Jan but it is something that I'm doing I said to favor I'm building it myself as well so that I'm able to implement all these things that uh, he keeps teaching us because I believe if I give it to someone else it will be a lot of work to then go back to look at what does you know the H1 to look like and just edit all those things are the pictures saved correctly with correct file names and all of those things so uh, please excuse my son. So yeah, I'm just doing it myself. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me up here. Thank you so much, Crystal. Do you want to go ahead? Because I know you have something to say. 
Oh, well, you know, really what I have to say might surprise you. The first thing I want to say is good for you because um, I'm a former health teacher. So what you're doing is really, really important. And I wish you the best. And number two, you know, I'm not Team Shopify so much that I would say, hey, look, if you're really comfortable with Wix, you still need to switch to Shopify. You know, I believe that you've got to find the best fit for you and for your business and for the content that you're putting out there. And so I'm just really excited that you found a, a solution for your business that is an improvement upon what you had before and is a perfect fit for you now. So, you know, kudos to you and great job, Favor, for helping her level up to, you know, really get her message out there. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely appreciate it because, you know, for me, even as a business, like my goal, like one of my missions as a business with what I'm building is to have at least a thousand businesses understand SEO by 2023 that I could impact. That's my goal, because I realize if someone if if Mpo could do it, you know, and just taking notes and taking action and coming back and telling me, then she's getting this feedback. She's getting the, and I'm happy to hear this because it makes me know that it works. Because sometimes you think, oh, this thing is not working. Oh, this thing is just, yeah, we're just talking. It's real life. And sometimes when you start thinking about your your time spent, what you're creating, how constantly are you creating, you start to notice that you might burn out, and you don't want to do that, especially at the peak of where you're actually controlling your quality and you want to maintain that as a business. So yeah, Shopify is great too. We've just moved a client from WordPress to Shopify and she's so excited because it works for her business. So I think it just matters on where you want to be and Wix is great too. So I I can't deny both of them are really great platforms just depending on what you want to offer as a business. So thank you so much for bringing that as well in port today. I really appreciate that. Awesome. Sorry, sorry, Bo. Thanks for coming up here. And uh, Cherry, I just want to say thank you for coming up. Welcome to the stage. Hey, hey, y'all. There was something all three of y'all on my good same time. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I am loving this conversation. First off, it's like, oh, I'm working with weeks and I'm in the process of actually building my site but I've heard so much about Shopify but this is my dilemma to my understanding video slows things down well what I actually do is offer a whiteboard sketch animation services for people so I'm kind of in this which one is actually going to be more beneficial to me um, getting that information to my clients without bogging down you know because it's gonna be videos whether they're simple videos just kind of showing what I do you know showcasing what I do or what I could offer um to help the individual so I think that's where my dilemma stands which one which platform is gonna actually be able to handle that because it's not necessarily e-com right now um, preferably in the future, I'm going to offer, you know, products that can be downloaded or shipped or whatever. But right now, it's just creating those videos. So that's why I'm kind of in between the line. So can y'all help a sister out? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We're going to help you out for sure today. <laughs> you know, so I'll let Crystal go first and then I'll go after her. 
Sorry, I was on mute there. Okay, so um, when you when you put a video on your homepage, it will probably affect your page speed a little bit. Um, I'm curious though, you know, how it would be on the new Dawn theme because uh, the new Dawn theme in Shopify is optimized uh, much better than the other free themes. Now they also have paid themes in the Shopify theme store that may be optimized more for video. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let Faber talk. And I'm gonna do a little research here on that. Um, but I think ideally you probably just want to maybe limit the the length and size of that of that video as best as you can. Um, and um, yeah, let me let me do just a little bit more research on that because I do not have a video on my homepage. Um, so I can't tell you whether or not it had slowed my own page down. So, Faber, I'll let you go ahead and speak to that on Wix and I'll come right back. Okay. So, Cherry, I want to find out as well, are you uploading the video directly or are you embedding it from a different source? Well, right now I'm thinking it'll probably be better to um, maybe put it on YouTube or Vimeo or possibly Loom. Um, and then upload it, but I just want to still make sure that it, you know, serves the purpose, whichever platform that um, I embed it. Okay, so the best way to do this is YouTube, hands down. Because when you have a YouTube video and your YouTube video has a description that leads them back to your website, that is something called metadata. And that's why when you think about artists and, and trailers and all these things that we see that are really impactful online, you, you notice that they leave their social networks there because those are impactful scores that's going to validate their video. So if you have stuff that you want people to see, this is your homepage, put that descriptive text in your YouTube video and then under the YouTube video with SEO, make sure that the tags that you have in your video are the same captions that you're transcribing through what you said in your video. And then if it's music, if it's a narration, make sure those words are keyword long tail friendly so that when you upload that video to your YouTube and then you take that code to your website and then your social network where you have all your social networks at the bottom of your website or at the top, wherever you want to place it has the same YouTube channel. Google is going to recognize that as a referral traffic base. So if you are able to really create that vicious cycle, if I can call it that, between YouTube and your homepage, you're going to create something that's cohesive that when someone's looking for you on YouTube, they can find your name, they can find your content because on your video, on your homepage, you had a H1 tag or you had a H2 tag, which describes the video and then highlights the video. When you do that on your homepage, you're getting more views because like I was saying before, when you go to someone's house, you just go to one place in the house, you're a visitor. If you go to someone's website, you go to one link, you don't go to five links. You, you don't do that because you don't know what those links are. And not all links are gonna be reasonable or beneficial or even relevant to you. So when you take that analogy and you now let people know that this is the homepage. That's why some people have a homepage that has everything so that they can lead you to other pages on their site that you don't have to give them directly. So when you start doing it that way, 
it now helps you better to really actualize your concept and then allow people to get that referral traffic from Facebook, from YouTube, from Pinterest, wherever you are. But specifically for your videos, let it be with YouTube, embed it, and then watch it grow because that's always going to be a landing page people will always come to refer. Does that help? That does help a whole lot. Amazing. Thank you so much for bringing this question. Crystal, did you get some more information or are you good? Yeah, I did. And the, the consensus from Shopify is that it's better to use uh, YouTube. Um, but the only problem is it looks like no matter what, there is going to be a little bit of a slowdown with the um, embedded video, um, even when you use YouTube. So there's ways that you can make it so that the video is only loaded when it's clicked. But that, again, is a little bit outside my wheelhouse. So that's what I would um, maybe suggest doing some research on. And then um, there's also a website where you can test the speed load um, and just and kind of see which, which elements of your website are loading first and then how long it's taking. And that website is webpagetest.org. So webpagetest.org. That was something that was also suggested. So, yeah, that's what I appreciate that. Thank y'all so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us, Cherry. I appreciate it. Guys, before we go to Jessica, I just wanted to let you know that if you're in the room and you have a question, please feel free to raise your hand now because we have about 20 more minutes to go and in 10 minutes i'm gonna close up the hand raising so please make sure you're able to join us today <clears throat> it's been a long day i feel like i need to really slow down because <laughs> there's been so much going on back to back but i'm doing this because i really want to give you guys value that you can be able to share and make your business easier to navigate especially in this ever-growing digital world we're living in now so thank you so much for joining and if you have any questions please join the stage and i'll be happy to bring you here thank you once again and jessica it's good to see you i've never gotten a chance to connect with you thank you for joining today hi um i'm really excited to kind of get into this topic because um i am um I'm a jewelry artist and designer, uh, and um, it's kind of, it was a hobby at first, and now I'm trying to kind of monetize up on it a bit, um, but my work is very art-based. It's uh, more wearable art than I would say your everyday wear of jewelry, um, so my website would be um, something that is... Um, very image-based uh, versus ver like with uh, verbiage or words, but I do have a lot of stories behind the pieces that I make. So um, I've looked at both Wix and Spot uh, Shopify, and um, I don't know. And also, I I'm hoping to do it myself because I really enjoy the process of putting it together. Um, so I would want something that is user-friendly and. Um, something I can update on a regular basis uh, that isn't um, too cumbersome because it's still uh, not my full-time job. Um, so any suggestions or what you think would be a good direction would be super helpful. Thank you so much. Okay, Favor, I think Jessica is a perfect candidate for Shopify 
And really because as I hear artists and process and all those things, I also hear Pinterest. So, um, you know, Jessica, I'm not sure if you're already selling on another platform. Are you selling on Etsy or anywhere else? No, I haven't. I'm really new. <laughs> so I've sold a few pieces on um, through my Instagram uh, uh, site or whatever. Uh, I haven't gotten into Pinterest yet. I honestly don't understand it yet. <laughs> um, I'm not um, fully grasping how to use it in an efficient way. Um, it's also something I'm working on. Um, but this would really be my first platform um, to be selling on. Okay, well, I love the idea of Shopify for you. And again, because Shopify integrates with Pinterest, as you build your Shopify store, you can actually get started on Pinterest without you know having any knowledge because Shopify and Pinterest communicate together. And, you know, once you got your Shopify store set up and you had your products added and you're connected uh, to Pinterest, which is simply a click of the button, you know, in the back end of Shopify, that's how easy it is to connect to other platforms and other apps. Um, I would suggest that, you know, you just start with the videos that you've made for Instagram and repurpose those over on Pinterest as idea pins. And those will give you a lot of traction for the amount of time that you've invested because Pinterest is pushing those idea pins out to people who are looking for whatever it is that you're talking about. Um, because in Pinterest, you're able to use tags on your idea pins that tag certain topics like resin art or whatever it happens to be that you're doing. So then you are able to auto, you know, automatically connect with an audience that has an interest in what, what you're selling. And that then creates a natural flow of potential customers to your site. So I think Shopify would be an excellent uh, starting point for you. The price point is good. I'm not even sure. We didn't even talk about Wix price point. Um, but Shopify has an amazing uh amazing set of tutorials both through Shopify University which we didn't get to talk about favor that was one of the things I wanted to say and then also the question that I'd asked you before we kind of got started with everybody else's questions you know does Wix have 24-hour support because Shopify does have 24-hour support as you are building your store and you get stuck which you will you know there's always a chat available for you to talk to somebody to help you through Yes, I would say from what I've experienced with Wix, they do have 24 hour support because I think there was a time I reached out to them on like a Saturday night and I think I had to get a response by the next morning. So they they do have that support and I, it's kind of like a hack because when you go to the Wix chat and you want to like request a callback, you they, like the bot will keep giving you like, do you want this? No. Do you want this? Okay. Did we help you? No. Okay. Start over. And I was like, this is annoying. <laughs> so I was like, well, can I clarify something real quick with Shopify? You're actually chatting with someone, an actual Shopify expert. So it's not even a matter of you start to chat and they get back to you. No, they start to talk to you right then. So that's really cool. You get real time feedback to your questions. I like the real time feedback because how Wix does it is that you kind of like get a ticket. If that makes sense, they'll say they'll call you in three minutes and call you in 10 seconds. So what happens is that 
you just type in when you go to the Wix, contact us and just type in call Wix, call Wix, every single response, call Wix. Then it will ask you for a request number. And then once you put that number, they now get on the phone with you. And then if they have to now use platforms like Blue Jeans, for example, to now share a screen, then they can do that with you on the, on the dial. So I know it's different because I know with, I have Kajabi and I see that, you know, they have real time support. And so Shopify has that chat feature as well. So I think it's just based on preference and what, how convenient it is. Because sometimes when you're texting, you also, you're gonna have to send screenshots. You'll be like, okay, I have to do this, get an email, which is great because I love that that real-time response allows you to be more convenient with your time instead of just trying to wait for a call and trying to figure out the solution. So I think either are good, just depends on how you really, how urgent the problem is. Let me put it that way. So does that help at all, Jessica, in, in your choice or your decision? Yeah, I think that's excellent, actually. I mean, I was um, leaning towards Spotify because I think that it's, um, like you said, a good fit, especially for what um, I do. And I really appreciate the, the comments about Pinterest because um, the thing I struggle with most really getting the target audience that I'm looking for because my stuff is very particular, I would say. Um, it takes someone a very um, particular person to want to wear what I wear, what I make. So um, that is really, really helpful. I appreciate Awesome. And then, you know, here in Clubhouse, there are some amazing Shopify rooms and Shopify clubs, um, like Shopify 101. Those would be also great rooms to go into and, you know, ask some more questions or listen in for tips. Um, there's been some really great information shared there. Awesome. Thank you. I'll totally check that out. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jessica. I really appreciate you joining us today. And I'm hoping that you can come back again to this club so you can be able to, you know, stay connected to know about Pinterest and how you can use it. Because Crystal and I are really deep into Pinterest and we can really help you. You know, once you get the proof of concept from Shopify, you can be able to apply Pinterest easily and it'll be a breeze for you. So looking forward to it. Thank you for joining today. Nicolia, thank you for joining the stage today. It would be great to hear your question and your thoughts about this topic. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, I have a question, I guess, regarding, well, Pinterest, because I have Shopify and I don't know anything about Pinterest. So um, I guess I was just trying to figure out where could I get, I guess, a more clear understanding. I hired a virtual assistant um, Monday, and I'm not really sure she even knows how to do Pinterest, but I definitely want to use that platform along with my Facebook ads and um, Instagram um, as well, because I'm still stuck with Facebook ads. I don't know if anybody in here that know how to <laughs> do Facebook ads, but I am not good with that with my e-commerce store, and I have just like a general drop shipping store that I have a lot of different things that was hot products on my store so it's not really a specific niche of baby products or car products or anything like that so I'm just really needing some guidance on that because I'm really new to the e-commerce world thank you for bringing this question because I know Chris is going to touch on that because she's really heavy with ads on Pinterest for e-commerce so I would love her to touch on that what I would definitely say to begin here is Facebook, if you guys didn't know this, 
especially if you're running Facebook ads for your business, by 2022, by next year or 2023, there's like Facebook pixel is going away. It's kind of, it's kind of weird, but it is happening. And if you Google it, you can find out more information. So I, I remember this, there was a time that this room, there was a room that was being discussed about this. And I now asked, I was like, so if pixels are going away from Facebook and Instagram with the whole new iOS features and the upgrades and everything with, you know, making sure that you have full control of your quality. The next thing that came to my mind was, okay, if that's the case, then Pinterest has an ID, which is connected to your business. Just like you have when you have a business, you have a business ID, you have those things. So Pinterest does it that way and then connects to a tag manager, which allows you to actually create those conversions. So if pixels are going away on Facebook and Instagram and it's going to remain on Pinterest, that already tells me that Pinterest is already winning by a long shot because now if you spend what you're spending on Facebook and put that on Pinterest, it's going to change. So I want to ask, because I want to be very specific, based on the ad that you've been doing on Facebook, pixel or no pixel, how much have you been spending so far, just on average, as far as creating that awareness for your business? Nicolia, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I spend a lot. Well, Facebook then got me out of some money so with them running look i run some ads and it was like over 300 dollars that it should have been uh 25 you know um maybe ads being ran on facebook so yeah they've definitely got me out a lot of money that's why i'm trying to figure out another way to pivot where it might be off of facebook more onto pinterest where i can structure my my virtual assistant to go that way you know you follow me yeah i actually feel like this is the perfect question for ads and organic traffic combined because if you spend 300 dollars, for example a month on facebook and you don't get a dollar back that is hurtful because you can't justify what you put out there by impressions only you know or clicks that didn't convert so if you take that same budget and run it on Pinterest, which is typically about $10 a day, in that full month, you're going to notice something drastic happening to your business. One, just based on what I've discussed with other, like, because I've talked with some Pinterest account managers over the past few months, and I've gotten to really see what's going on on Pinterest and go deeper into topics. And from what I've noticed, it is and it cuts across through seo as well is that your page is going to be visibly accessible to someone who's looking for it compared to someone that is actually finding it for the first time without realizing it is it exists so on pinterest if you run an ad the words the pictures the ad that you actually ran on on facebook you can convert that to an idea uh, not an idea pin an actual pin I was trying to talk about the pixels. So for like a thousand by 1500, a really good sizable image, because like when Crystal was mentioning, when you hear iPhone, you know, okay, people are using their phones. So the analytics in your Pinterest business account, as you run the ad is going to tell you who these people are, where they're clicking from, where they're going to, as far as clicks and impressions and saves. And then you can now start to reverse engineer that process 
and then do an A-B test whereby you post the same content, right? And you post three of them, different colors, and then just watch the organic growth for the next 24 hours and see which one picks up more impressions. The one that picks up more and faster is the one that you're gonna now accelerate through an ad. And then I'm gonna pass it on to Crystal and then I'll finish off with something just to make sure that we're on the same track. Okay, Nicole, so one of the first things I would say, I checked out your website and um, it looks to me like you're using stock photos, which makes sense because you're drop shipping. Um, but I would suggest if you're going to use Pinterest for your business that you get a sample of those things and take pictures yourself of what you can. Um, because Pinterest and stock photos don't really mix, especially when it comes to promoting your business on Pinterest. There's there's some rules about that that I really need to, um, you know, look, nail down so I can come back and, and report on that favor. Um, but having said that, you know, Pinterest is a place people go to get inspired. So there are really three areas of, um, you know, what you can what you can accomplish on Pinterest. And they fall into like either like an inspire phase or giving people information phase or helping people decide to buy your product phase. Now, in terms of your virtual assistant helping you out, um, one thing you might want to consider is creating some content around your products um, and using and like maybe writing a blog around, um, you know, hairstyles or something like that, even if it's really like picture heavy, um, but just, you know, showing your product in action or showing examples of your product in action, maybe talking about why people buy the product, you know, how it makes them feel or what kind of look they're going for, um, celebrities that inspire, you know, that particular hairstyle or whatever. Um, but just creating like a blog around that particular product and then using that blog to then take those graphics and pin that to Pinterest. And, you know, it's really easy to create um, a graphic for Pinterest. So if you have a picture that you use on your webpage, um, and again, ideally it would be your own photo, um, but if you're using a picture on your webpage, you can then resize it in the app Canva. And so for those of you guys who don't know what Canva is, Canva is a free graphics tool, uh, canva.com where you can make graphics for your social media. There's a paid version that is $12.99 a month that will, you know, take it even further because you can take a graphic and with the paid version, you can resize it uh, to a size that will fit any other platform. So you can make that photo optimize the size for Instagram, optimize the size for Pinterest, optimize the size for whatever. But the difference about your, your image on Pinterest is that you want it to be a vertical image. Um, and then you also want to add some text overlay to it to tell people about what they're going to find when they click. And so they can either you know, click and find your blog, or they could click and find your actual product, wherever you want them to land. That's, that's not, not an issue here. You can determine where that pin leads to, but you want to tell people about it just a little bit on, on the picture itself. 
and then in the description using keywords. So um, if you want to talk about this further, you know, please feel free to shoot me a DM. I have like a free resource about, you know, optimizing your Pinterest profile for business just to kind of get the infrastructure right. Um, but because you do have a lot of beautiful graphics and a lot of diversity going on on your website, I think you could um, really grow an audience on Pinterest. And then, like Faber was saying, you know, once you've built that audience, you can then uh, uh, you could you could use ads to build that audience if you wanted to and spend you know as little as two or three dollars a day, or um, you can grow it organically and then either way retarget those people and retarget those website visitors um using pinterest ads as well so those are a bunch of thoughts sorry nicole i just kind of went on a, a a long monologue there but hopefully that helps a little bit no i don't mind i definitely need your help because i am so lost in the sauce and my brain is everywhere right now between trying to get my virtual assistant up and rolling so she can help me officially so i can do other things in my business so I, I just need some kind of help. So I, I, I definitely will um, send you an airplane, as people will call it, <laughs> and message you. <laughs> we could go from there. I appreciate y'all help. Yeah, sounds great. I'd love to send you all the resources I have and, and help you guys get started. This is amazing. Thank you so much for the amazing question. And it's it's great when you you know start with a plan and then it just takes off from there so this is this is what it means to really build your business either it's a product or service and really scale so these platforms are available to you as long as you know how to work them i think it's going to be a great experience overall so i know we said this is going to be an hour 30 minutes which is 90 minutes and we've come to the top of the hour, not i won't call it the top of the hour but the top of our room <laughs> let me put it that way but um i wanted to ask you crystal if you had anything you wanted to say if you have anything going on because i have some announcements to give guys because i'm not going to have so many clubhouse rooms in october so i really want to make sure i have the opportunity to let them know like what's coming for the next month for the club so you can go ahead crystal i know you have something great to tell them Oh, favor, you're so sweet. Um, well, you know, I would love to connect with you guys over on Instagram. So my Instagram is connected here on Clubhouse. It's pinned my Shopify. Um, I specialize in, you know, sharing information about Pinterest and Shopify and using organic resources to grow your business and grow traffic to your website. Um, I really, really encourage anyone who has a Shopify store to make that quick click of a connection from Shopify to Pinterest and let Pinterest and uh, Shopify's algorithms do the heavy lifting for you. So um, if you have uh, any questions about just getting started, um, I have a free resource on my website, uh, pinmyshop.com. It's a, a Pinterest account audit that kind of helps you get all of those basics in, uh, in order. And that's what I was going to send Nicole. Yeah. Um, and then if you'd like to talk deeper into actually creating a Pinterest strategy, um, I do what I call Pinterest sprints. So um, it's keyword research and, um, you know, pin creation in uh, short spurts so that you can promote what you want to promote. And ideally, you want to start putting stuff out on Pinterest about three months before, um, you know, 
the search gets really high for it. So just like everybody else is probably saying right now, this is the perfect time to get your holiday pins, your Christmas pins up and going to drive that traffic back to your website. So, yep, that's what I've got going on in favor. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to have to pop off because uh, my son's here and needs some lunch. Uh, but I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with everybody today. Thank you so much, Crystal. I really appreciate you. And, you know, kicking off this way, you know, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for being here. And with that said, I would love to give you guys some information, just about five different links that you can access today that you can start off by getting this because I love clubhouse rooms and I love conversations, but I also love taking action. I love seeing results. So if you love seeing results just as much as I do, please make sure that you click the link in my bio on Instagram or Twitter if you go to my Clubhouse profile. And once you click the link in my bio, you're going to see different options, but I'm going to focus on the five. And I'm going to explain this in five minutes. The first one is a Pinterest and SEO marketing exclusive list. This is where beginners and experts use Pinterest to grow their businesses and you can learn the best practices. So we do send out an email to you and we give you some information about how you can be able to do that off Clubhouse. Whenever we have rooms on Clubhouse, we can send you emails to let you know which rooms we're having. So you want to be able to stay in check because sometimes on Clubhouse, you don't know what's going on. You may not be here all the time. So I want you to be able to create something that's going to actually give you value for your time because your time is precious so follow us join the club if you've not joined the club and also join the exclusive list because we're gonna start having emails next month a lot of them not a lot to bombard you but it's going to be very substantial that you can actually use one email to solve one problem or solve a lot of problems that are cohesively happening with your business so join us there the second one is very important you need to, if you're focusing on SEO and you want to know how does it work today, what can we do today with search engine optimization? How can I use my images and my videos to rank on Google? I'm not talking about how do you break the algorithm or how do you position this? It's very beginner 101, but it's very highly impactful because it's accelerated. And we have a wait list that has been waiting since March because I opened this club after finishing the Pinterest marketing course. So I had the dedication to make sure that as soon as I was done with the course, I was able to open this club. And now 2000 members going in, it's I've seen that there's a need and I was, I'm happy and just humbled to really be able to help people really see how they can use their platforms from outside social networks to their emails, to their websites, to SEO and all these things that sound really daunting sometimes. So if you want to be part of the marketing the SEO masterclass waitlist and learn how to use your marketing resources correctly, please join the waitlist. And once you click on it and join it, you will be redirected to get on a call with me this week because the last call is going to be by Friday. So if you want to be able to get on a clarity call with me this week, make sure that you're able to sign up complimentarily, make sure that you're able to sign up and then just create your schedule. I don't know what's going on this week. A lot of things are happening. We're moving into October. So I want to make sure that your time is well spent. So make sure that you're able to click the link, schedule that. And once you schedule it, we'll definitely get on a clarity call to give you some clarity about what your business is. The third one is the Facebook group. So 
we have a Facebook group. I did not go live in my Facebook group today. I wanted to, but I think today's discussion was very impactful that I just wanted me and Crystal to really dive deeper into it. But we have this available for you because as you join their club rules and sometimes when we have these rules, we're able to really make sure that you have this content readily for you because sometimes you may miss some rooms. You may not be in all of them. So we have it recorded for you so you can be able to always access it. The fifth one, if you want to click on that, that's the third one. The fourth one is the podcast. We have a podcast called We Don't Play. And you can listen to it on all 14 platforms from Apple, Spotify, just type in We Don't Play. And there are about over 200 episodes talking about entrepreneurship, society, culture, entrepreneurship, things that you can be able to start applying today. And you can be able to start understanding how to use Pinterest from perspectives from people who have been able to interview. And then the last but not least is the website. Once you visit the Flay Beats website, and you're wondering, okay, how do I start Pinterest marketing today? I'm ready, I need to do this now. What do I need to do? When we launched this club and we got to a thousand members, we unlocked something. So every time we go through a milestone, we unlock something because that makes me motivated to keep coming back and allowing people to see clearly about what they're talking about and what they're seeing on their platform. So if you visit the Flav Beats website, which is my website, when you click on it, you will see the link. It's like a really colored button. It says grab 70% off Pinterest marketing today. So once you click on that, you'll be able to be redirected. And that link is only available in that platform or in the Facebook group or on the mailing list. So if you want to be able to take advantage of Pinterest marketing today, the course is three hours. Some people ask, how long is this? How long do I have to spend? It's a three hour course and it goes deep into modules. And we've seen so much success since we actually started this club. And now going forward, there's so much more we can be able to give you. So I want to make sure you guys are aware of what's going on in the club. And if you're in our mailing list, you're going to get some really good emails. I'm going to give you some really good resources, some things you can actually start using, some websites, because the masterclass is heavy with all this information. So with that said, I just want to thank Mpo, Cherry, Jessica, and Nicolia for being here and asking you amazing questions today and just joining the conversation i really appreciate you patrice steve it's good to see you Patricia, you know titilayo brooklyn it's good to see you guys you know jules mr anthony tim hope stephanie it's good to see you vic tomanika sour sean seth sandy b and austin you guys are all amazing i really appreciate you all for being here i see you guys and I want to just make sure that you guys are good. I hope you were able to take some information today that will help you make some informed decisions so that you can be able to grow your business. So stay connected and be here. Tomorrow, I'm going to be here at 8 a.m. Eastern talking about how to rank and get to page one of Google. I didn't I had this room on Monday, yesterday, and it was purely Q&A, which was really great. And I'm going to talk about it deeply tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern. So this is going to be one of the first rooms I've done early in the morning in my club because I'm usually in other clubs or doing other things. So I said, let me use this week to really space out my time and see what hour works because we're all in different time zones. So thank you all for being here. I appreciate you all for staying with me and learning about this platform. And feel free to follow, you know, who's next to you. You never know who you're talking to or who you're going to meet next in the hallway. So feel free to just express yourself and be nice and just help each other grow because we are all here to learn and expand together. So with that said, enjoy your Tuesday. Have a wonderful evening, afternoon, night, wherever you are. And I'll catch you guys in the clubhouse, hallway streets. Bye for now.
Bye, flavor. Bye.